Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Mary Payton. I'm Mike. And I'm Grace. Yay! We're all here. <laughs> well, except for Christina. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're mostly all here. Three or four. Yeah, we can round up. I'm glad that we're all here today to talk about something that we, of course, hold near and dear to our hearts, which is how to support indie authors. Yeah! Man, there, there are so many ways to support indie authors. The list that we give today is certainly not um, comprehensive, but these are just some of our, our ways that we've seen through our work with Wildling and other indie publishers that we've worked for in the past that are just the, the top and easiest and least expensive ways, honestly, to help support um, indie authors. Man, that's a trifecta right there. Yeah, there you go. I know. Like, inexpensive, it, it matters. It matters. Yeah. You know you can't buy every single book at full price all the time from your favorite author. Even though we try. It just, we, we do can't try. Do it. <laughs> we do try. You got to have a budget sometimes for your books, though. You got to have yeah, a limit. it's true. But these days, you know, the publishing industry is very different. There are lots of ways to publish a book. The hard work of indie publishers and self-publishing sites have cleared the road to publication for a lot of talented authors including those in marginalized communities, which is wonderful because they wouldn't otherwise be able to get the attention of, you know, elite traditional publishers. So that's great. Um, But it brings up its own set of cons. Um, For every talented author who puts out a good book or a great book, there are a hundred other people using this opportunity to publish anything they want, good or not. So even the best books and indie authors can be lost in the sea of book noise on the sea, in the sea of noise, um, never finding their audience and getting the attention they deserve. I don't, uh, you guys obviously working for Wildling have met a lot of indie authors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if a lot of people out there have met indie authors, but if they're in the middle of marketing, they're probably looking exhausted uh, yeah, because it's a lot, so a lot of work. Yes. There's so much work to be done when it comes to marketing, Um, they've probably been working on it for months before their book even came out using a lot of mental energy, a lot of time, a lot of money in a lot of cases, social connections, um, you know, all the resources available to them just to get one more review, one more book order. So it's, it sounds very stressful. It is, uh, but as a reader, um, you know, a lot of our listeners are readers themselves or authors themselves. Um, there's a lot you can do to make that easier on your favorite authors out there. So it's important if you find a favorite author to support them in whatever way you can, even if it's not financially. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be even all of the ways that we list today. It could be one or two of them, but just any, any sort of support goes a long way, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's important to let that author know and try to let the world around you know that this book exists and that this book you know, especially if it's a favorite book of yours, that it means a lot to you. That goes a long way. These are all what I'm going to talk about today and bring up 
um, are all free things that you can do because I am, as Grace and Mike know, I'm definitely a budgeter. I'm big on spending money only where it's, uh, you know, absolutely necessary. Um, She's some might frugal. Call me cheap. Mm-hmm. She's a frugal girl. Um, <laughs> some might call me cheap. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there, so I'm always interested in the, the especially affordable and free ways that you can support indie authors. Love it. So the first, probably the number one way, you guys correct me if I'm wrong on this, but probably the number one easiest way you can support an indie author is to leave them a five-star review. Oh, yeah. And I say, yeah, I say five-star specifically, you know, if you don't feel like it's five stars, you don't have to. But that that five-star review really goes a long way with other readers who are looking for books that they want to buy. So whether you leave that review on Amazon, Goodreads, um, Storygraph, which is a great alternative to Goodreads as well, um, bookshop.org, a lot of different places online you can leave a five-star review for them. Yeah, um, just ahead. a note about leaving a five-star review, and I see this all mm-hmm. the time. People will leave like a three or four-star review because of the condition that the book arrives to them in. Like there's like a bit of a, like a bent corner here, a bit of a scuff and they'll lower the rating because of that. And it's like, please don't do that (laughs) because it's not the content of the book that you're, that you're speaking on. You're, you're speaking about something that's completely outside of the author's control and that's bringing down their overall rating. So you should rate based on the content and not based on, um, perhaps a bent corner. Right. Or the company you received it from, whether it's customer service or something like that. Yeah. That's something to take up separately with them. Make sure you're truly giving this time for the book and the author to shine. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good point. Another uh, good thing about leaving a positive review for a book that you can endorse, you know, and an author you can endorse is that it helps with the algorithm on these larger sites where there's so many books published daily that putting a five-star review, you know, it helps bring them up in the ratings of recommended books. And so the opportunity for it to show up becomes greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all about visibility when it comes to being an indie author, getting people to pay attention to their book and um, to what their book is about. So that, that makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Similar to leaving a five-star review, another free thing that you can do is you can like, follow, or subscribe to their social media accounts. So generally, you know, not all authors, but generally if you're an author these days, you've got to have a social media account in some form. Um, You know, we talk about that on another episode, a previous episode, but whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything like that, some authors even have a YouTube channel where they talk about other books maybe. Um, by liking, following, and subscribing, and hopefully sharing um, their account that they've worked hard on, um, you can really get them more visibility that they couldn't pay for. You know, that's that's the kind of marketing that, like, is ideal for an indie author. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things, too, where you find it so easy to like, share, and comment, or subscribe to celebrities and, you know, entertainment outlets that don't necessarily always need you to like, share and subscribe and follow. Mm-hmm. This post mm-hmm. already has a million likes. Right. right. So <laughs> definitely, you know, putting your efforts into indie authors and, you know, the smaller voices, it really does help them out a lot in such a large landscape of social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking today as an indie publisher 
Um, You know, we have a similar thing with our Instagram account or our social media accounts where every like, every share, every comment really matters to us. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really say this in that one, but but commenting and interacting with a post really matters, too, because the more engagement that a post has when an author puts up a a post of any kind, the more engagement it has, the more likely it's going to be seen and shared um, by other people as well. Mm -hmm. So that engagement is important. And you can also add their book to your Goodreads or Storygraph reading list. So Storygraph is a newer kind of version of Goodreads. Goodreads is connected to Amazon. So so we at Wildling use Storygraph because it's a good alternative to Goodreads. Goodreads is connected to Amazon and we're not a big fan. So Storygraph is great. It's, I think, even a, a better app, um, a cleaner app too. Yeah, it offers like all of the same features, right, as Goodreads, yeah, but kind of exactly. improves upon them a little bit. Exactly. It's a newer app, so a lot of people don't know about it, but it's growing like crazy. You know, it has the same things as Goodreads, like you can find your friends on there, you can see what they're reading, what they're interested in reading, you can put books on your shelf, you can leave reviews, you can find your favorite authors on there as well. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, sharing about your favorite author, your favorite indie author on your own socials is huge as well. So another free thing that you can do that's pretty easy is maybe sharing a post by your favorite indie author. Wildling author E.S. Christensen, who we adore, her second book in her Blameless series just came out last week. We're very excited. It's so, so good. Um, Yeah. um, The Tarnished. um, Even the title gives me chills. So good. good. Yeah. Um, But so she's been working very hard at making posts and sharing news and asking for reviews. So anytime that any of her readers share one of her posts with their network, that just that just grows her reach, you know, exponentially in a way that she wouldn't be able to do on her own. So as a reader, sharing th- posts by your um, indie authors really helps them out. Also, I don't know um, if it's on this list, but if you hear about uh, one of your favorite indie authors um, having an event, if it's possible for you to go to that event, that would be a wonderful way to support them. It just made me think of it because E.S. Christensen is very often doing events. And I know a couple of times um, she's had some of her fans come and they dress up like her characters. And I just think that's so, so cool. cool. I'm like, that's how you know you've made it. It's like your fans coming dressed up as your characters. I feel like that's similar to um, like a singer when they are a band, when they start getting popular and their their audiences start singing their songs with them. Yeah. That's probably the similar feeling where mm-hmm. they're like, oh, my God, that just must be the most amazing feeling in the world to have. Yes. Yeah. And you can definitely see on her face how happy she is when she's in those pictures with the people that are cosplaying the characters that she created. Yeah. Like those are some of my favorite pictures that I've seen from some of her events. And, you know, I've done my due diligence and made sure to share those out to people. And, you know, I've had people share those after I have, and then they've also commented on how exciting that must be for an indie author to have that impact on people. Yeah. Yeah. Brings a tear to your eye. Mm-hmm. Heartwarming. Um, and that's a good point, Grace, too, about events, because, Um, You know, a lot of authors and readers tend to be more introverted, right? Mm -hmm, Obviously mm -hmm. not all of them, but 
we tend to want to stay home and read books versus going out, especially if you're trying to to promote yourself. That can be really difficult for an author to do. So helping by attending their event means the world to them. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of planning to do an event. And a lot of events these days are virtual. So you can choose to show up in person. Um, You can also a lot of times log in through Zoom or, you know, Instagram Live or anything like that. Yeah, true, 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 true. Makes it easy. It's easier now more than ever. So another way you can support an indie author, this one's, you know, kind of obvious, tale as old as time, just lend, if you have a copy of their book, lend it to a friend. As big as social media is and bookstagram, still the number one way, a reader knows that the number one way that you can get a book recommendation, the number one trusted way, I should say, to get a book recommendation is from a friend who's literally read the book and is and loves that book so much that they want to lend it to you for the opportunity to read it as well. Yeah, the number of times that one of my fellow wildlings has lent me a book and then I buy a copy for myself, I can't even tell you. It happens almost every time. I'm like, I need this on my bookshelf. Yeah, I think we all know that, like, that desperate feeling that a reader feels when they have a book that they love and no one around them has read it yet. <laughs> it's I know. Like, this, like, you desperately want to talk about it with someone. You want to share it. So use that. Don't be afraid to lend that to your friends. That's still, that's such a huge support of indie authors. Even if you feel like you would prefer your friend to buy the book, right, to support that indie author, that would be great. But a lot of people don't have the means to do that. Yeah. And like Grace said, a lot of times if they love that book from that recommendation from borrowing it, they'll end up buying it for themselves in the future anyways. Yes. There's no better feeling than when you recommend a book that you love to someone and they love it just as much as Ugh, you. So affirming. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that every book that y'all have recommended to me, I eventually bought because I needed to have it on my shelf yeah. so I can revisit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. So we're winding down in this list. Another way that you can support your um, favorite indie author is to ask for their book as a gift for your birthday, holiday, um, wherever you know that you're going to be anticipating getting a gift um, from friends, friends or family. Make that book the gift that you that you ask for, because then, you know, you're supporting that indie author financially by getting that book order, which is obviously the end goal for them. That's that's what they want. Um, And then also by requesting that from friends and family, you're recommending it to those people as well. Yeah, that's a great idea and advice I should follow because I feel like I'm famously hard to buy for. So I should just <laughs> I should just tell people books that I want to read. Yeah, just add it to your your story graph, want to read or wish list, yeah. and then tell your friends and family to check out your wish list on story graph. Mm-hmm. Done I will done. have done two of the things on this list if I do that. <laughs> Oh, what's the other one? <laughs> Putting it oh, on my story, story graph, graph and then I asking you. for it as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Another way you can support indie author is by recommending the book for your next book club read. A lot of readers are in book clubs and I think the tendency is to, you know, especially if you, a lot of book clubs will switch who gets to choose the book that they read each month. And I think the tendency a lot of times is, you know, you have this opportunity. You're like, oh, my God, I got to pick the best book I've ever read. Um, it's a lot of Which pressure. is hard to do. So our tendency, I think, sometimes is to recommend a book that's maybe maybe printed traditionally or some other way. But choosing a an indie published book 
by um, an indie author is that's, you know, recommending to that many people in your book club. Um, a lot of book clubs will purchase the books or borrow it from a library or something like that. So that just automatically um, gets those those sales. And then also that's a whole book club that will probably leave a great review for them as well afterwards. So that's a huge way to support an indie author. And then finally, this one might seem silly. It might seem like it's not doing much for the author, but if you love a book and it's affected your life in some positive way, feel free to send that author a nice message um, of gratitude about that book. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, those those authors are so exhausted. They're going through all this. Sometimes they might be thinking, like wondering if the work that they're doing is worth it, if anyone really cares about the message or all that work that they poured into their book and into their marketing and getting a nice note from a reader who loves that book means the world to them. Absolutely. That's something too that I've done in the past on Instagram where I've read a book by an indie author. And when I was done, I just, the book was so impressed upon me. You know, I just sent them a really nice message, like saying, this was great. Keep it up. Uh, you know, and they're usually first time authors. And I'm like, I'd love to see what you're doing in the future. No pressure, you know, and things along those lines. And it's, it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty cool too, that they take the time to respond back. Yeah. You know, I have gotten responses yes. back like, oh, this means so much to me, you know, and I'm like, and I didn't even really think about it along those ways because I'm thinking about just getting out my feelings about how much I love their book. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if a book is good enough, you kind of assume that they must know that, that an author must know that their book is doing well or um, that people really like it, but they don't always hear that. And mm-hmm. they're always, they don't always see that or feel that themselves. Sometimes yeah. it can be hard to, to feel that. I feel like the author's burden is to just be convinced that their book is trash mm-hmm. all yes. the time. And <laughs> without that mm-hmm. feedback, guys, they're going to think that. They would spiral, yes. <laughs> the spiral is real. All of these tips on how you can support an indie author are important because, you know, obviously to support them, but also in a selfish way, if you want that author to feel good enough to write another book (laughs) to like, to like literally survive this process of publication and editing and marketing that can be so exhausting, then doing what you can to support them means a lot for their ability to continue being an author, continue to write, continue to market for the next book. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, you know, we talked about a lot of free options for supporting indie authors. The number one way, can you guys guess it is to buy their book. I know that seems so silly to say in a list of ways to support an author, obviously. But this option, even though it's the only one that's possibly not free, can be really affordable. Authors often offer discounts on their books or ebooks in order just to get it into more readers' hands. So all the time, authors are, are strategizing and thinking about Um, ways to make it more affordable to the people who want to read their books. So always be watching out for when they have their books on sale. Yeah. If you're able to purchase their book from them, straight from them, um, straight from a bookstore, straight from their publisher, do it. Yeah. Because that that's more of that money is getting back to the author where it should be as opposed to buying something on Amazon where they're going to see just a tiny bit of that. Yeah. And I will also say that Books are just getting more and more expensive just because the mm-hmm. literal materials 
required to create a book are becoming more expensive. So when you do see a discount or um, a special offer on a book, you got to jump on it because it's uh, tough out here. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, especially, you know, a nice hardcover, which is what people, you know, would ideally probably buy if they could, because those are the the kind that are so beautiful. Sometimes they come with book jackets, right? Mm. Um, Those are, those are expensive to print. So the cost that you see on a book is not just profit for the author. You know, it's not just that they chose this random, a price to charge their reader. It comes from a place of like barely, usually barely making a profit off the top of what they have to pay just to print the book itself. So it's absolutely worthwhile. Printing fees are wild. Yeah. And then, you know, everything else that an author has to, um, doesn't have to, but often is paying for is also marketing, um, a lot of marketing costs and things like that. So, and a lot of our authors will, will have a lot of, you know, a lot of copies of their own books shipped to themselves and then they will sign a bunch of copies and then ship those out themselves as well. So they have, you know, the expense of placing the book order in the first place and then the expense of, actually shipping out the book to you, you know, to, to the reader. So uh, they're doing great. They're doing really, really great. They and anything great. we could do to support them, <laughs> uh, they deserve the world. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't take much to, yeah, it does to, not take to that help, much to make even it sometimes a couple seconds too. of your day. Like it's not even, yes. uh, I didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> just so important. Yes. The point is to do what you can in whatever way you can. It may be easier these days to publish a book, but it is definitely not easier to be an author. So if someone sacrifices their time and money to write a book that makes your life better, repay them by doing at least three things to support them. You won't regret it. And that's how you book. This episode was written by me, Mary Peyton Crook, and edited by Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at www.wildlingpress.com. 